Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Not good. We had a couple guys play pretty well, but not, not 20, which is what you need. So, you know, give them credit. They played, played hard, and they did what they wanted to do, and I didn't, I didn't think we did much of anything. You know, we just, we just weren't sharp. And when you got, like I said, it's hard to find 20 guys or a couple guys that were good. We had, we had a couple, but when you're off a little bit, that's what it looks like. Rod, what do you say to, to Jack after a game like this? This is two kind of tough outings for him. Um, I know he hasn't played a lot, um, but you obviously don't want to hurt a kid's confidence this early on. Their goals are real goals. I mean, you know, we gave up 40 shots. It's not going to win. Uh, I hate that that's how that went but for him, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get a plan for him. I mean, that's you know, it's part of it, but the group in front of him wasn't good enough. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Well, it wasn't easy to hear, but the head coach said everything you needed to hear about tonight's game. Uh, just not good enough. Not, not there. It's hard to find uh, more than a player or two who played well among the uh, 20 guys. Really, what he's referring to are the 18 skaters. We'll talk to Alec Campbell in a little bit, and I know we're going to talk about why Jack LaFontaine played. Why Auntie Ranta didn't play? Why they didn't bring up Alex Lyon if they needed to start? Uh, but my sense is, and I'll get to that in a second, but let's be honest here, the Carolina Hurricanes as a team in front of Jack LaFontaine weren't any good. No good. Look, uh, Kane's Twitter was unusually um, poor tonight. No offense. If you were among the people... Uh, Angry about Jack LaFontaine? I mean, maybe he could have stopped the goals in the second period, but whatever. Uh, Rebound? Was it a good rebound? No, but, I mean, he might not have seen the puck. Uh, And once the rebound is given up, you got supposed to have teammates in front of you to help out. There was none of that tonight. Uh, There was no back-checking at all on the goal that made it 4-4. Um, or I'm sorry, 4-3, Andreas Johansson uh, in transition. The Trocek line looked gassed. Andre had nothing coming back across center ice, just had his head down and just coasting. And they would have been better off going off for a change. Of course, it's a long change. He had no chance anyway. Um, and then after Brady Shea tied it at four, here's a bouncing puck, kind of took, takes a strange bounce. Jesper Bratt. Just whacks at it, got, gets great wood or whatever the sticks are made of. It goes in between the pads of uh, Jack Fontaine and in, and it's 5-4. Another late period goal. So uh, Carolina just wasn't good tonight. They weren't, they were, 
they just weren't good. If you think this is about LaFontaine, then you're crazy. It's because it wasn't about LaFontaine. Unless the team played bad because LaFontaine was in net. And then, in which case, then you're right. If that's, if, if that's how you're thinking about it, the Hurricanes played poorly in front of LaFontaine on purpose, <laughs> uh, then you're 100% correct. Then they shouldn't have started LaFontaine. They shouldn't. I, I wouldn't have started Jack LaFontaine. He's not ready to be an NHL goaltender. We all know this. They know this. And so it will bring me to this. Oh, wait. First, let me tell you. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. You can go online for free, no obligation estimate at aluminumcompany.com. Siding, roofing, windows, they have it all. Uh, All right. Here's what I think happened with the goaltending. I believe Jack LaFontaine was bribed to come out of the University of Minnesota. You know, midway through his college hockey season, his last college hockey season, uh, and if he completes it and wants to go into free agency, uh, he doesn't have to sign with the Hurricanes, and he can sign anywhere he wants in the NHL. And I believe that's what he was going to do. And the Hurricanes needed a goaltender because of a bunch of injuries at the NHL level and throughout the minor leagues, all over the minor leagues. All three of their goalies, I believe, or two of them were hurt. Lyon was called up because they needed a goalie here and because of COVID, I guess. So Lyon was called up. Beck Warm and Etu McAniemi, the two goalies in the system, pro goalies in the system, were both hurt. Both goalies in Chicago were on professional tryouts. They weren't even real goalies. So they had nobody. So I kind of understand what kind of what happened. They needed a goalie. They have one in the system. He's just not a pro yet. So they went and they bribed him. And they said, hey, you, you, you do us a solid. We'll do you a solid. We'll give you an NHL start. And um, at the end of the season, we'll figure it out. And I also think the Hurricanes get out of this an asset. And if the um, if they want to trade, include him in a trade after the season, they can do that. I don't know that he's a prospect. I don't know that he's better than any of their goalies in the system, and including that includes the kid in Russia and the the Czech kid they drafted uh, this past draft I, I I don't think they have personally I don't think they I don't think LaFontaine is that big a prospect maybe he is I could be wrong and if that's the case then they'll sign him to a contract uh, uh an RFA contract and uh th- then there you go but I don't know that that's the case so that's what I think happened and that's why Jack LaFontaine started because Auntie Ranta is healthy he backed up tonight if Auntie Ranta wasn't healthy Freddie Anderson would have backed up tonight. But that ain't what happened. So, we you can draw your own conclusions as to what you think happened, but that's what I think happened. As for the game, what I think happened was the Hurricanes were not in it. We're not into it. And that's the second time it's really happened since uh, the Columbus game, right? We had that Columbus game, and then the Hurricanes played three great games. They beat Vancouver 4-1, the Bruins 7-1, 
and the Rangers 6-3. They were awesome in all three of those games. That's the way it's supposed to look. This looked a little bit more like Columbus, except Carolina scored four goals. I don't know how they scored four goals, because they weren't very good, but they scored four goals. Uh, And I think there's not a whole lot else to talk about, to be perfectly honest. I think the Hurricanes didn't, uh, didn't bring it. They got off to a good start, and then it went away, and the Devils took control of the game, and Carolina never got it back. They did score some goals, but they never got it back. After that 2 nothing start, the game was played exactly the way the Devils wanted it to play. And uh, credit to them. I've said this before. I think the Devils uh, are a young, skilled, fast team that tonight took advantage of a Carolina team not completely dialed in and also plays with really no fear because what are the ramifications if the Devils lose? They're not making the playoffs. But they've got a nice, young core. And it'll be interesting. At some point, Dougie Hamilton will play. It will be interesting to see uh, Dougie Hamilton on the ice with that group. And who knows? Maybe Dougie will get back in the lineup next week. A week from Saturday, the Hurricanes will host the Devils at PNC Arena. As for now, the Hurricanes' next game is against the Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday night at PNC Arena. Uh, So... That's where we are. Nothing real good. Yeah, the only good stuff to report. Andre scored and had a goal and an assist tonight. Now has, I believe, 13 points in his last nine games. But after those first couple of minutes, I didn't think Andre was great. Uh, Josh Lavo had a goal and an assist tonight. His first goal is a hurricane. Uh, so good for him. Uh, but really nothing, uh, nothing great about what the Hurricanes did tonight at all. And that's where we are. My man, Alec Campbell, Stormwatch, Aftermath, Intermission, Hurricanes Radio Network. What the hell? That's what. That's how I'm starting. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it feels like one of those games where it's like, you know, one game in the middle of an 82-game season where you lay an egg against the worst team in your division and probably we should just throw it away and not talk about it and not really worry about it too much. But I feel like there's a little bit to unpack from this game because my, my overall feeling on what happened tonight was essentially what happened is the hurricanes didn't feel like it. (laughs) They, they, They went to work and they didn't feel like it. And a lot of days you can get away with that. Right. But some days, it bites you, and when it does, it's glaring. Like, you know, some days you don't feel like going to work, but you might luck into closing a deal, right, depending on what your job is. Sure. Or, you know, like there are days when you and I roll into work and we're like, we don't really feel like it. What the hell are we going to talk about? And then suddenly someone drops some news that's like takes you through a whole show, and you're like, thank God for that, because otherwise I don't know what we would have done. And you get saved by something, right? (laughs) Um, and you can get it done somehow, but there are those other days when you go in and you're like, yeah, I really don't feel like it and nothing happens and it shows. And I think that's what happened tonight from the hurricane yeah, because the, hur- the whole thing, the whole thing was just wacky the way it happened. Like they didn't fly out last night. You know, they jumped on the airplane this morning to go up there. They, they didn't end up having terrified and at their disposal, suddenly Martin Natchez is back in the lineup. They're suddenly starting this kid, Jack LaFontaine, 
which I think is probably the biggest talking point of the night yeah. tonight. Um, and they, you know, I, all the excuses, like poured it all out last night, which I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't love that, that excuse, but whatever. Um, you know, it just, it was a dud. It was just a dud. And it looked like it wasn't going to be at the beginning. It looked like the hurricanes were going to get bailed out on the day that they, they didn't feel like coming to work. Yep. And then it just all kind of went to hell. And it, it was really just a, a lifeless performance, I think on all fronts, just a, a really lazy, lackadaisical, lifeless performance. Yeah, because uh, what you and, just and, said was was evident a lot tonight. Yeah, I just and 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 I think that I think there are some criticisms of the decision to go to the goaltender mm-hmm. because I, and and I I think you could make the argument that that's a there's a bigger criticism for that than anything that went on in the game because I can roll through the goals. And tell you where I think there were breakdowns, um, because I, I don't I don't know that I mean Lafontaine he he did not look ready, and I, I don't think that he should have played tonight. But he also got zero help, yep. and he al- almost every goal I think you can account for outside of the goaltender, and. Uh, and that's a shame. And it, and it, it, it's wild to me that he stayed in the game. Like mm-hmm. I thought that they would pull him after the second period, at least, uh, with a chance to still win the game, because it was clear that it just wasn't going well. <laughs> so, I, I just, I don't really understand the decision to play him. I don't think he's ready to play, but it's also not his fault because there was almost no compete from anyone in front of them to prevent any of the goals. All right, let's get to these things, because uh, real quick, just to touch on not ready, all of that. It wasn't evident, although the head coach talked about it. He said that the first part of the game was they were lucky. I don't know if they were lucky or not. They looked like they were on it early. Um, they They had tons of chances. Uh, and buried two in the first five, you know, six minutes, and it was two nothing. But from that point on, the Devils took control of the period, mm-hmm. and they score a couple of goals late. The first goal was an unlucky bounce. It did seem like uh, everything was. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking about the Masters. Everything breaks towards Ray's Creek. Apparently, yeah. everything broke towards the Hurricanes' net. I mean. Uh, icings that should have been icings ended up with a puck right next to the goal and LaFontaine had to cover it. Uh, And then the goal, the first goal, was really an unlucky break. It was a shot that went off the wall uh, behind the net. It it flutters back over the net and uh, and there's Nathan Bastian, uh, you know, baseballing in. He he wins a net front battle with Ian Cole. Then he won a net front battle. I didn't even win a net front battle. Tony D'Angelo just kind of left him alone. I think he and yeah. uh, maybe Slavin kind of got crossed up as to who was supposed to have the responsibility, uh, and as it turned out, neither did. And that's a goal. That's and so that late goal really hurt. But then Carolina scored the first goal of the right. second period and had a three-two lead. And it was, but they they were never they were never good enough uh, in yeah. the game. Um, and that's what makes the other part 
of the equation so difficult? Because it's hard to blame Jack LaFontaine. Just talk about the hockey part of it before we get into the decision, because I think the decision, I, I 100% agree with you, because uh, I believe they sacrificed this game. They took a chance, is what they did. That right, right. We, we, we may get our ass beat tonight because we haven't a college kid playing goal for no, for no real reason. Uh, right. Because Ante Ranta was healthy. He is healthy. He could have started tonight. He was the backup tonight. Um, right. But, but it's really hard to fault LaFontaine on any of the goals because the team in front of him was so bad. And my thought going into the game when I heard that LaFontaine was scoring was, well, they won a game in Toronto with a Zamboni driver. So if the team in front plays well, they should be yep. okay uh, because they should be able to score a bunch of goals on the Devils, and they scored four without playing well. So, right, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could have scored eight uh, if they played yeah. better, but obviously they didn't play well enough. Um, and the only goals, honestly, that I think you could even say, yeah, Jack should have had that. Uh, the third goal, the McLeod goal, was that was a bad rebound to allow. But of course, there was nobody there. I think Andrei Svechnikov yeah. was was should have been uh, bothering, uh, you know, uh, McLeod on mm -hmm. that. Uh, and they allowed yeah. too much room for Johansson, who kind of spun into the middle of the ice and had all time, uh, all day long to shoot it. Uh, the one in transition where the uh, the Trocheck line was completely gassed. They had nothing coming back up the ice. They were trailing the play, so it's a three-on-two, uh, and there was nothing that D'Angelo and Slavin could have done. Great shot by Johansson uh, to make it 4-3. Then after Shea scores, uh, maybe uh, maybe LaFontaine could have had the Jesper uh, Bratt goal, but that was kind of a, a bouncing puck, took a weird direction uh, off the shot. Yeah. He was there, but it went five-hole. I mean, I really can't fault him on any goal, but man, that was all. Hurricanes Twitter sometimes is the worst because they 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 appear to like not have any other concept other than the score. Um, right. So you know, it's really the team played badly in front of Jack Lafontaine. He certainly could have made a couple of saves. I mean, he could have yeah. saved. He he didn't have to give up the rebound. Uh, he could have saved the. Uh, Johansson goal in transition. I mean, he could have saved the the Jesper Pratt goal. Yeah. I don't th I don't think he saw the Jack Hughes power play goal, and by that point it was over. So I don't even care. But um, you know, I don't. Right. I, I mean, it's really hard to fault Jack Lafontaine. Now, yeah, I to your other point, and what I said before, I really think they sacrificed the game. Yeah, yeah, I think they did. did. There was no reason to start Jack Lafon. We talked about it last night. Like, I know. I, that's why I was I was curious about what was going to happen because of the situation that was going on and whether or not they'd roll Freddie again. Because I mean, I I I feel like I I don't know. Maybe maybe they do just sometimes look at it as one one game out of eighty two in a regular season game, and what's what's one loss if we take one? Right. And you know, if we're going to start this kid. We're starting them against a really young de Devils team who's last in the division who we can probably beat with you and that. So, may I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the logic behind it. But I, I would have gone to Freddie <laughs> before I would have gone to LaFontaine. 
if I wasn't going to play Ronta, I would have gone back to Freddie. Right. Like, my, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the the thinking behind a professional sports team sacrificing a game. I agree. That makes no, it makes no sense to me. All right, here's my like, theory. There are, I actually put this out on Twitter. This is, this is my theory, and I don't, I, I, I can't, I haven't confirmed this, and nobody would confirm it. If even if I tried, I mean, I'll try, but I don't think anybody will confirm it. The Hurricanes were desperate. They needed a goaltender. All the goaltenders yeah. in Chicago and, by the way, in Norfolk. Because Beck Warm, who's been playing in Norfolk in the ECHL, he was hurt too. Uh, so um, the goalies in Chicago were hurt. Uh, we had Ranta hurt. I mean, we just had all sorts of things going on. Uh, they needed a goalie. So they went to the University of Minnesota where he's a he's you know, he was a draftee that the Hurricanes basically had until the end of this season to do something with. As soon as the season ended, if he didn't sign right away, he was a free agent. And the indication was he was going to go into free agency and then choose his spot because the Hurricanes, other than having two NHL goaltenders right now under contract for another year, have, I think, at least three goaltenders in the system who are ahead of... Jack LaFontaine in the pecking order. McAniemi, the kid from Russia, the kid from the Czech Republic. Uh, and that, and I actually think that Alex Lyon can play. Uh, he, he could be a serviceable number two goaltender or certainly a number three goaltender in your system, which makes it, which makes the depth chart at goalie even more challenging. And I think LaFontaine looked at that and realized, you know what, I'll go. I'll just, I'll pick my spot around the league. I bet there's a spot that, uh, uh, I might have a chance to, you know, be the, you know, the top guy in the minor leagues and then get a chance to work my way up uh, to play in the NHL. But I think the Hurricanes needed somebody so badly. They gave him a one-year entry-level deal. It wasn't a two-year or a three-year entry-level deal. One-year entry-level deal, which means that it's over at the end of this year. And he's a restricted free agent, but that doesn't mean the Hurricanes have to qualify him. And they could just let him go. Um, right. And I think they made a promise because otherwise, why would he leave the University of Minnesota? I think the Hurricanes made a promise that they'd give him a chance in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they did. Yeah. And yeah, I- and it with it came a start on a back-to-back, on a same-day travel <laughs> with a team that had just played two of their best games of the season in the span of uh, 36 hours. Or the seventy-two, however many hours it is between Thursday night and Saturday and Friday. Uh, was it uh, Thursday night and uh, whatever night these the games against the Bruins and the Rangers were Tuesday night and Friday, Friday night, night. Yeah. Monday night, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday night yeah. and Mon- and Friday night. So right, right. I guess that's night. Is it ninety-six hours? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. But so that's what that's what I think. That's what I think happened, and I think they decided they were gonna. Uh, sacrifice this game, hoping that their team would just play a good game in front of them. That didn't happen. I don't think they win a game with any goaltender. Uh, I I think that without knowing how all of that went down with him coming to Carolina, all of that sounds logical and feasible to me. I'd be shocked if part of the deal was, and we'll give you a start at some point. Like, to me, you could say, 
yeah, we'll, we'll you'll be on the you'll be on the big club, but to to go to him instead of going to Alex Lyon, who has already won a game for Carolina Carolina this year, has he won two? No, he's uh, he's, know, he's he's one zero oh, and one. One and one. Right. Okay. Well, he's already won one uh, so far this year, and. Ranta on the bench, ready to go. It makes no sense to me. Zero. Why he would why he would ever get a start? Right. Unless you know, it was promised. He, um, the only yeah, unless it was promised. Yeah. And uh, I think know, it, but, but it I mean, had to be. But, but but like this is pro sports. I uh, like like no one like. But, but this is who, the deal no you one, have to make. To, again, I am projecting my brain here. This is the deal you have to make to get a guy. Uh, out of college who was otherwise going to walk and give you nothing. And the truth is, is that LaFontaine, because of his status as a Mike Richter award winner in college, probably has some value in a trade in the offseason. But he, you get no value if he just walks into free agency by staying at the University of Minnesota and declines to sign. Uh, which would have been his uh, prerogative and I think would have likely happened. <laughs> Again, yeah. trying to well, go through all the steps logically because, well, yeah, because I'm it, blown it, away it, that he started. It doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. And no pro sports team has ever given a damn about anybody's feelings when it comes to playing or not playing. Right. Like So it's the only thing that could have happened. Now, as it pertains to tonight's game, like I, I, I agree. I mean, I think I think with Freddie in that there's a chance the Hurricanes win the game. Does he give up five goals? Does he give up four goals? Probably. But my guess is he makes a couple of the saves that LaFontaine doesn't make tonight, yeah. just based on the fact that he's a veteran of the NHL. He's one of the best goaltenders in the league this year. Yeah. He knows what the speed of the game is. He knows what the skill is. He's got the, the knowledge and the background. So I, I, I think he comes up with some of the saves that LaFontaine didn't make. That said, I mean, you know, the first Nathan Bastian goal, like I didn't love Ian Cole's compete down low, down there on the, on the, on the batted right. puck into the net. I mean, yeah, it was a wacky little play that happened, but I, I didn't love, uh, didn't love the Cole's battle factor down there. By the way, Cole loves the penalty box. He's, he had a tough um, night. <laughs> second goal is a re- second goal is a redirection. So you know that's that's a good hockey goal. I mean, for any any goaltender, you you don't know where that's going to go. Right. Oh, the, the McLeod. The goal is good, but the fact that the Hurricanes had two defensemen there and right and didn't battle him and right. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and and I think it was Lawrence who had a chance to to get the puck out of the zone and just sort of laid it. Yep. Um, he was he was being. He was being checked, I think, at the time, so maybe it was a little difficult, but still, there was an opportunity there. The McLeod goal on the rebound, like, I, I, I don't know how to deal with rebound control in hockey. Like, I know we talk about it all the time, and I'm not necessarily here to challenge it because there are people who have played the game and know it way better than I do. But it seems to me that a, a flying, vulcanized piece of rubber through a bunch of bodies um, – is pretty hard to control, <laughs> especially if you especially if you can't see it. Right. So I look at the first one like, hey man, he made the first save. 
Like, someone else has got to be there to clean up a rebound. Right. Like, he, he can't. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I get it. Other goaltenders, you know, may pick the puck up. Maybe they don't, though. Those goals get scored all the time in the NHL against yeah. NHL caliber goaltenders. Um, the Andreas Johnson one, see, to me, that's one maybe he should save. Right. I know there's a yeah. poor back check there, but it's a free look at the goal. Um, Jesper Brat, yeah, you're right. Wacky play, whatever happened there. The the puck just it, it bounced over to Brat on his stick, and he whacked it home. That's a tough one to save, I think. Hughes on the power play. I mean, Hughes just sort of walked in. No one really challenged him. Yeah. And LaFontaine was just out-muscled on he, that. I mean, well, he, he never, he I don't think he have, ever saw the shot. His glove was just – he just wasn't, wasn't fast enough with the glove. Yeah. Uh, let's let's not call him Billy the Kid with the glove there. <laughs> uh, so and it's a power play goal. So I mean, you know, you're down a man. Tough. Um, and then the Zaka goal. I mean, the save he should have made on the Zaka goal was the Mercer try. I mean, if that's the, the one that hit the post, where, the one that hit the post. Yeah, yeah, on the near side. Like the fact that he didn't make that save, and it kicked out right to Zaka for the open net. Like, it really wasn't about Zaka scoring because it was a wide-open net. Yeah. Like, if he doesn't score there, I would, you know, someone should kick him in the in the in where the sun don't shine, you know? <laughs> like, if, if, that's a, if that's a hurricane player and the puck bounces right that way and he misses the net like that, I mean, that's a disaster. Yep. Uh, so, it's really the first shot that he didn't save. Uh, so, it was a tough – it was a tough night all around. He was in a bad spot. He's not ready to play. Freddie or a, another NHL caliber goaltender, even Ronta, probably. Even coming Ronta? Off an injury, throwing, coming off an injury. Throwing shit. Well, no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, saying, I'm saying, like, well, Ronta hasn't played. So it's like. Yeah, but he's healthy. You know, yeah. So, he's I mean, healthy. Ronta, and Ronta's been good for Carolina uh-huh. this year. So, absolutely. I, I think those two guys, either one of those two guys, makes a few of those saves despite the fact that it was uh, no one competed in front of the goaltender tonight because they didn't feel like going to work. Yeah, and, and, and they, couldn't, uh, they couldn't just dream up who you got and in the mentions and minute right, takes right, and, right. and all of these things that we do on right. Fridays we so we don't have to think. <laughs> Yeah, look, we couldn't we couldn't just call our friends and have them kill segments for us. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh this yeah. is, look, yeah. it's hard, man. So it's yeah, listen, I mean, and part of me understands. An 82 game season, there's there's no way you're going to be able to get up for every single game. I mean, you've just like this game this game, I mean, they're all of consequence, right? But, I mean, what the, the Hurricanes are going to smoke the Devils one of these times, one of these next three times they play them this year. And yeah, we're going to look back and go, these bunch of bums. Like, how did we lose to them? Devil, Devils are going to be in town next week, right? Yeah. They're uh, the 29th, Saturday. They will be yeah, in town. Yeah, they will be here. Yes, they will be here, yeah, the 29th. So, uh, and who or knows? maybe they're just maybe. maybe they're just that bugaboo team of the season for Carolina. Could be like Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will say that I, I actually think that as a team, 
I think the Devils have some nice pieces. I mean, they have their they have good speed. Uh, they're uh, they're very young. They have great skill. I mean, I think they have some. I think they have some interesting pieces uh, going I mean, forward. Their goaltender didn't look great to me tonight either. Oh no! They, well, they started their uh, their number like might have been their number three goalie to be honest. Like I, I at one point I was just watching the game going this this is going to be the bum capades tonight, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Uh, the Svechnikov goal was just spectacular, though. I'm sorry. I don't care. Dude. I don't care if that was bad goaltending or not. I don't. I didn't yeah. know there was room for a puck where he put that. I mean, when he scored that, when he scored that goal, I go, all right. Can we just running clock? Can we put the running clock on this game? No intermissions. Let's just let's just let's just wax that ass and get out of here. And um, you know, that's again why starting on time doesn't matter, Adam. That's right. The Hurricanes started on time. They were they they led two nothing. Yeah. They led uh, they led two nothing. Unreal. Uh, all right. So we flush all of it, and um, you know here. But you know what? You know what people missed. This is what the people missed because the Hurricanes lost tonight. They missed the uh, the Jack Gold taking part in the three stars segment. Oh yeah, yeah. Jack was going to do it with us. Okay, I love it. Yeah, just, stars. We, 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 there, nobody gets a star. Oh, okay. In, in my house, we don't do stars when they lose. Oh, when they lose, right? Yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. have a sponsor for yours. Exactly, exactly. There was yeah. nobody who was good enough to be a star tonight. Um, yeah, and frankly, early on, it looked like Andre was going to be the 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 man of the match again. Uh, but, I gave him the first star. Yeah, I and mean, Andre uh, was a defensive nightmare tonight. <laughs> yeah, I gave uh, I gave Trocheck. Yeah, Le- Levo and Spechnikov stars. Yeah, so L- Levo, Josh Levo had two points tonight. And I gave uh, I gave Stefan the reliable player again. Yeah, he was good. I mean, there I, I don't know if anybody was good, but uh, they no, um, and, and all the lines changed. Um, you know they. Uh, they flipped Nino and uh, Stephen yeah. Lawrence, and that didn't work either. So, uh, not good, not good. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, the Hurricanes uh, are still uh, are still a good team. Although I think the Rangers won tonight, so they did. Uh, so the Rangers are, according to they, points, back in first place. They waxed the Coyotes. It was like seven three. They were down. They were down one nothing. I think after the first period, and I was like, wow. Both both these teams that played last night are going to go out and get beat tonight by bad teams, but, <laughs> but the Rangers took care of business. So the the Hurricanes have this great record in the league against the other playoff teams, right? But they have losses to Ottawa, Columbus, and the Devils. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the way it always goes? It feels like and Seattle. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a real bubble bubble popper, man, because. Uh, I was starting to really, I was starting to feel the canes after last night. Yeah. Like I was, I was feeling them. I mean, I had, I had dream, you know, Stanley cup dreams after last night's game. I was like, man, this team might be, they don't even, I was like, they don't even have Martin Oak and Nathan. Right. Right now. I was like, theoretically they should get better. Yeah. I think but they I mean, will. I actually don't think this game mattered. They, sacri- they it, sacrificed it. So, uh, well, 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it it matters, but it doesn't matter at the same time. Right. Of course, it matters. I mean, it's two points you didn't yeah. get. Right. Right. It, you know, but it doesn't really matter. So. So. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's 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 nothing to like. It's nothing to worry about. Like, like I said to start. Most of the time after a game like this, if it wasn't for the, it's like if, if Freddie Anderson had played tonight, this podcast would be 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a little longer than 10 minutes. And, uh, on that note, um, I saw you played in the snow today. Good we did for you. Go out for a little, we did go out for a little bit this morning, yeah. uh, around like, around like nine o'clock. We spent, uh, we spent about, 25 minutes getting everyone dressed. Yeah, that takes a long time. To go out. To go out. And we went outside into the cul-de-sac, and we were out for about, eh, maybe 15 minutes. Right. Maybe 15, enough to get some videos and a couple of pictures. And uh, then we were right back inside. Awesome. So I did my duty. Yeah. Well, Trip doesn't really get it yet. He didn't. He was he was just more, I think, taking it in than anything else. Like he was just sort of didn't know what to do. <laughs> so he he you know he wa- he walked around, <clears throat> but he would just he would either sit he would just sit down and just sit there. He was just staring, right? Uh, or he, he was kneeling at one point. He was just kneeling down and just staring. Like I'm not even sure what he was looking at, but. <laughs> I guess he liked it. He didn't hate it. He didn't cry. Good, perfect. So. As long as as long as he didn't cry. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Jack went uh once sledding in pasture two. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I saw some pretty good videos today of people sled. It was good. It was good, uh it was good sledding snow, man. It was good good snow. We got some really quality snow this time. Yeah, it was cold and there we got a little uh, little yeah. sun on it to uh uh, to kind of slick it up a little bit so it's not too dry. Yeah, it was good. It was a yeah. well, it was a very good snow. The truck came through our neighborhood and wiped it all out of the cul-de-sac by about one o'clock today. Ah, uh, it's too bad. Well, I'm glad you, right. I'm glad you uh, you experienced the snow, and uh, it'll be different against Vegas on Tuesday. Let's hope so. Yeah, Let's hope so. It will be. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, was it was. I'm not kidding. I actually think that the uh, the Hurricanes, in a way, sacrificed the game. They also played poorly and got what they deserved, so not uh, not put off by it. Uh, hopefully, it'll be better on Tuesday when they play Vegas. The Hurricanes are not going to practice on Sunday, and uh, they'll get back at it on Monday. And I think they'll be at full strength. And my uh, my guess, although I've been wrong about this throughout, I never thought we'd see Jack Lafontaine start unless it was. Again, again, unless it was promised, and I have to assume it was promised. But I think we'll see uh, now back to the two, uh, the two normal goalies, and I think you'll see Teravainen back in the lineup, and maybe Martinook too if he can uh, get cleared. Nature's got cleared before they boarded the flight today. Maybe in a way it was good that the Hurricanes. Uh, didn't fly out till today to get Natchez back in the lineup anyway, although uh, nothing was good based on how it all looked. And I do think that uh, you'll see the full compliment on the team, uh, on, the, uh, on the ice coming up on uh, 
Tuesday against Vegas. And that's it. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Go check out Sammy Hanna and his crew and see what they have for you. If it's for the exterior of your home, they've got it. Siding, roofing, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, bay windows, bow windows. They have it all online for a new obligation estimate. Aluminumcompany.com. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Rate us. Review us. I don't know. Do what you like. Uh, give us some feedback. Love feedback. And uh, we'll be here after every Hurricanes game. So the next one is Tuesday against the Golden Knights of Vegas. That's cool. We'll see you. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.